This is 680 CJOB. Yes, it seems the weather has turned. The water in my eyes no longer freezes and no more long johns. Winnipeg is good once again. Welcome to the main ingredient, people. With the warm weather comes, you guessed it, barbecue. So to start the show, I'm talking to the host of literally the hottest new show on television. It premiered on the Food Network last Thursday, March 21st. Dylan Benoit is the host of Firemasters, where three chefs push their grilling talents to the limit as they do battle in fiery culinary challenges. Dylan, how are you today, my friend? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Okay, before we talk about uh, Firemasters, let's talk about how a guy from Barrie, Ontario, becomes a professional chef running a private chef service and consulting company in the Cayman Islands, like uh, I Want to Be You. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's a long story. That's uh, that, how much time you got. That's about a, a 16, 17 year run to get to that point. But um, you know, I just uh, I've always just had a passion for cooking. So just put my head down, kind of work my way up through the ranks, and and strategically place myself in a couple of unique places, and and you know, put myself out there. That's the biggest thing that uh, that gets you noticed, right? Like for sure. Going going and nobody nobody called me and said, "Hey, you want to come to Cayman Islands?" I had to make it happen. So. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer in, in going out there and getting it done. That's nice. Uh, how did you find your way to the Food Network? Um, Chorus just saw me on a on a casting tape. Was working on a different project, and uh, they liked what they saw, I guess. And they asked me if I was would be interested in doing Firemasters. And of course, uh, I jumped at the opportunity. It's such a cool concept. It's such a cool show. I uh, can't wait for everybody to see it. For sure. Well, I have seen it, and I got to tell you, I love the show. Uh, I love nice. fire. <laughs> like, who doesn't like uh, fire and cooking with fire, right? Um, right. That's totally super exciting. Uh, okay, so Fire Masters. Maybe you can describe what the show is about and what makes it different than other cooking competition shows. Absolutely. So you you know that it is a cooking competition show, but it's all based around live fire, grilling, and smoking. And a cool thing about it is it's also filmed outdoors. So you know, taking these chefs who are very talented and, and very reputable and then putting them in that sort of live fire situation, it takes them right out of their comfort zone. So it opens the door for a lot of things to go wrong, so to speak, but then also to go right. You know, it forces you to be creative, forces you to think outside the box and think on your feet. So there's a lot of action in the show and a lot of really cool techniques and ingredients that the viewers may not be entirely familiar with, which makes it a, a very interesting watch. Totally. hundred percent. You, you nailed it there. When I was watching, I was, I, I was you know, like gripped to the TV for those reasons. These guys are hustling around. They're outside yeah, they're sweating, you know, there, there's different yeah. things going on. So it was really interesting. Um, what do you think man's attraction is to cooking over an open flame? I don't know. I think it's in our DNA. I think it's in our blood. You know, that's, that's how, it all started. Uh, cooking over fire is universal. It's used in every country around the globe. And uh, that's where everything was built from. That's how we fueled ourselves and therefore fueled our, our societies and our growth. So um, I think it's, it's primal and it's something that, that kind of went largely by the wayside for a long time mm-hmm. with uh, industrial revolutions and things of that nature where we didn't need to cook with fire anymore. We had electricity and we had gas. Um, but there's been a resurgence and, a, and I think a reappreciation for the power of flame and uh, the skill that it takes to master that and, and to learn how to use it to your advantage. For sure. Okay, so first episode, first round, 30 minutes to create a signature dish. How on right. earth can anyone get that done in 30 minutes? You know what? I, it's, it's sometimes mind-boggling what these chefs can prepare in 30 minutes. Cooking a dish in 30 minutes alone is a difficult thing from start to finish to prepare you know, your, your protein, your starch, your side, uh, and your veg, and a sauce, or whatever the elements are to your plate, 
but then to do it in a kitchen that you're completely unfamiliar with, to not know where any of your ingredients are when that when that buzzer goes, and you got to go find everything, get it to your station, prep it, cook it, serve it, present it. It's crazy what these guys can do, and uh, it's it's actually very inspiring to see how well they do it and, uh, and with such grace sometimes. Hundred <laughs> uh, percent. The title of episode one, "Hearts on Fire." I didn't get it until I sh- I saw Chef Trish. She, yeah. she put the beef heart directly on the coals. What did you think when she did that? And then have you ever grilled like that? Like that? Directly on the coals is such a cool way to cook food, especially proteins. Um, it works well for vegetables as well, though. And I, I have done it. I do it all the time. Um, you know, it freaks a lot of people out. They say, well, how come it doesn't burn? How can you put meat directly on the hot coals? Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's interesting about it is, is you're, you're going surface to surface contact. There's no air. There's no combustion. There's no flame. So what you're getting is essentially the same as putting that meat into a hot frying pan. It's just contact on a hot surface, and you get a really cool smoke flavor and, uh, and texture on the meat. Yeah, it's crazy when I saw that. That's something uh, something new I've never seen before, so it was a learning experience there for me. There you go. That's the thing. People can learn a lot from watching this show. It makes it very interesting. Totally. Okay, so now that you're hosting a cooking show and you're a chef, um, has there been a time yet when someone is cooking something a certain way and you're thinking, I'm not sure that was the right choice? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It happens several times in, uh, in the series where you're looking at, like, is that how, it's not the way that I would do it. And you know what? Sometimes you're pleasantly surprised. Um, so it, it makes for very interesting viewing and, uh, you never know what I always say is you can learn from anybody around you. So sometimes when somebody pulls out this really unique technique or, uh, or ingredient, um, uh, you know, it's time to take notice. For sure. Uh, were you surprised at who won the first competition to face one of the judges? Um, you know what? I wasn't ever surprised because especially after the first round, mm-hmm. uh, it becomes apparent, uh, well, I don't know if, if I if I can give that much away. But uh, what's really interesting about these competitors are incredibly talented, and um, it's, it's just awesome to see them cook. Sometimes it's the ones you least expect that are, that are going to pull it off in the end. Right. So the thing I like about the show is at the end, you switch hats in the last round, and you go from show host to judge, and then you're judging a judge, yeah. right? So different yes. judges have different yeah. opinions on different things. So is it hard to come to an agreement on what is the winning dish? Absolutely. There are several times where, you know, it was a split decision. Um, and I guess that's at the end of the day, that's why you have a panel of three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it was something that was very interesting and, and exciting for me is in, that, in that final round that I do get to judge and, and weigh in and, and finally get to taste the food. Um, you know, but it, it's, it's tough judging your peers. It's, uh, it's not always easy to, to throw down the verdict at the end. 100%. I, w- I was thinking in that episode, okay, so here is now one of the judges that you've been talking to the whole time, and now you're going to judge them, like, just raw, you know what I mean? So, like, good and, right. good or bad, you're going to give your opinion, which which must be a hard, th- hard thing to do, right? Absolutely, and the, the what makes it even harder is that it's a blind tasting in the third round, so we don't know who cooked which dishes. Oh, yeah. So when you lay those opinions down you're not taking it easy on your fellow judge or, or being harder on a, on a competitor or vice versa. You have to give your true thoughts and sometimes uh, the other judge or even the competitors might not like what you have to say. For sure. That's the first thing I thought. Um, those Napoleon barbecues, where can I get me one of those bad boys? That's some nice equipment. <laughs> hey? They are, they are serious, serious grills. I mean, uh, I would imagine that at Napoleon's website would be your best place. Um, but those grills are incredible. It was a lot of fun to, uh, to work with those, those, uh, pieces of equipment. For sure. Is there a learning curve with the chefs coming on to learn how to use certain pieces of equipment like that? 
I think the only thing that really has a learning curve is uh, as far as the deploying equipment would be is a smoker if you're not used to using it. A grill is a grill is a grill. I mean, um, the only thing that's a little bit different might be the size or the intensity of the heat, right? Um, and of course, if you're using gas versus charcoal, that's different as well. But if you've cooked on a grill before, then you know that's it's pretty easy to transition to another grill. What's not easy is the transition to live fire. Oh, I got you. I get it. Um, Chef Dylan Benoit, thanks for your time. And can you remind us when and where we can check out Firemasters each week? Kevin, thank you very much. It was an absolute pleasure. Firemasters is on Food Network Canada every Thursday at 10 p.m. starting tonight with the premiere episode. Perfect. Thanks for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Pleasure was mine. If you missed the first episode of Firemasters, you can watch the full version on the Food Network website at foodnetwork.ca. And that said, Chef Dylan Benoit was kind enough to send me a gift for one lucky listener, which consists of a three-piece barbecue tool set, custom Food Network salt and pepper shakers, Williams-Sonoma sweet onion applewood barbecue sauce, certified Angus beef steak knives, and some tomato basil potatoes from the Little Potato Company. Go to mainingredient.ca to enter. This is 680 CJOB.